Okay. On the line with us, I understand we have former Commissioner Bill Bratton. I'd love to hear his opinion uh, of what the heck is going on. Uh, Commissioner Bratton, uh, how are you today? I am very well, John. Thank you. You've been listening well. to some of these discussions. Any opinion on it before we talk about New York? Actually, John, I'm sorry. I've only been on the uh, line listening for the last uh, minute or so. I've been on the road, so I literally just came through the door a few minutes ago. Uh, Commissioner Bratton, what is your reaction to seeing what's going on here in New York City? Overall crime is up 26 percent. And, you know, especially when it comes to burglaries and robberies and assaults. I mean, just just today, a man in lower Manhattan, 82 years old, was assaulted with a machete by a woman just out of nowhere. I mean, uh, when's enough going to be enough? Well, fortunately, in that instance, two MTA police were able to arrest the uh, the suspect in that uh, incredible act of violence. But uh, my reaction remains uh, one of great frustration, uh, having been involved significantly in the uh, reduction of crime in the city in the 90s and going on through the 21st century. It's uh, very frustrating to see it all unravel as fast as it has. A couple of things I've pointed out in the show before, and I'll reinforce once again, 2018 was the safest year in the history of this city. Murders under 300, shootings under 1,000, fewer than 100,000 victims, people victims of serious crime. 2019 was an even better year relative to shootings. Uh, in the ensuing two to three years since 2019, we saw shootings double. Uh, we saw the city court system, criminal justice system, totally unraveled during COVID. And all the reforms that the legislature has attempted to put in place, beginning back, ironically, in 2019, none of them have gotten us back to where we were in 2018. Instead, those reforms have contributed to what you're discussing uh, in the sense of the growing uh, amount of crime in the city. It's not declining. We had a good news, uh, good news news conference today about the month of August this year versus last year. Credible decline in murders, credible decline in shootings. But uh, that doesn't take us back to where we were in 2018. So great that it went down for a month. Uh, uh, great that the NYPD is getting so many guns off the street. But one of the things that uh, that tells us is that there are so many guns on the street. The fact that they were able to get over 4,000 indicates that there are more guns than ever. Also, what uh, lies behind that statistic, over 4,000 guns off the street, most of those people who were arrested through the hard work and observation of the NYPD are out there roaming the streets. They're not in jail where they should mm -hmm. be. They're not being processed through the courts with any speed. So uh, what is the word? It's frustration that uh, we are not moving back to 2018, the safest year in the history of the city. We're going in the opposite direction. That shows the complete failure of so much of the criminal justice reform that was put in place starting in 2019 by our legislature up in Albany. And it's, and it's even worse because we're going to have a new chief judge of the New York Court of Appeals, the highest court in, in the state. And the progressives are already pushing to get one of their own. To be the chief so judge of that happens that uh, part of the issue, and I've been very supportive of giving judges in this state what every other judge in every other state in America has, the ability to keep somebody in jail because they're believed to be a danger to the public. Uh, we see time after time that many of the newer judges coming from the progressive woke left are, in fact, uh, uh, compounding the problem by refusing to put these very dangerous people in jail. Well, Commissioner, uh, I, I, you just nailed it right there. The governor 
is talking about these new gun laws, and they're not going to do anything because people who've got registered guns, they're not committing the crimes. And I'll tell you what's happening. It is because, and you just said it, we are the only state in the nation that has taken away the obligation and the right of a judge to hold somebody because he believes they are dangerous to the community. And you've got to change the bail law. You sow that, you keep that danger off the street. You don't have them, you release them on nothing or in a little of any bail. And what do they do? They go out there and they commit the same crime over and over and over. And that's what's led to this. And you nailed it when you said that. We've got to change that law. And Governor Hochul, wake up. Stop playing games. We're going to pass all the tough gun laws in the world. But if you let the guy right back out there, you don't hold them, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to keep committing these crimes. Well, that's what I, I've said, and, I, and I've talked about it with the commissioner. I said, for whom do the bells toll? Eight and a half million New Yorkers that want a safe city or 3,000 violent criminals that, that – that, repeat violent crimes. But who made it possible, John? The left-wing legislature. Well, let's and start, guess let's what? Say, and the governor doesn't stand it's, up it's, and say we've got to repeal Hastie, this. Speaker Hasty and, uh, and the Senate uh, cousins, the left, they don't have the courage to stand up they want, they, against, against the, uh, the left-wing caucus. They're left-wingers themselves. Who's kidding who? They went you know, along I, with I, this I thing. Hastie. Hastie was and not what that a, bad. And, but, and uh, what about the governor? And she says, oh, we're going to pass these new tough gun laws. What is that going to do if these people are released? And if the judge who sees that this is a dangerous person doesn't have the ability to hold them. And Commissioner Bratton, what goes through your mind when you see these social media videos of just how disrespected police officers are out on the streets or getting spit at? They're being called racial epithets. I mean, it's so disgusting. Back in my day, I mean, I, now I'm sounding like some old person. We used to, like, wave at the cops, right? It was, like, such a treat to be with the cops. We wouldn't even dare to come and interfere with an arrest and actually try to hit the cop and then turn around and say they're a victim. I mean, seeing this kind of disrespect, what goes through your mind, Commissioner? Well, what you're describing is a compounding of the problem in the sense that uh, uh, we are raising a generation of young people who are uh, basically uh, killing each other. Uh, 15-year-old during the press conference today announcing uh, the good news about uh, the homicide and shootings uh, declined August to August. Uh, a 15-year-old boy was shot in Brooklyn. Two-thirds of the shootings and murders in the city occur in uh, uh, between Brooklyn and the Bronx and have for many years. But increasingly, the number of young people being shot and doing the shooting it's also increasingly we're raising a generation of uh, basically children or young people who have no regard for safety and have total disregard for uh, the police, hatred of the police, and that's manifested in the lack of respect showed toward the police. It's a, uh awful situation we find ourselves in, and it didn't have to be this way. In 2018, uh, the jail population at Vikas was at an almost all-time low. It was down around 4,000. Uh, the number of summonses the police had to issue were down dramatically. Why? Because there was so little crime occurring. Uh, we had a police force that was now repositioning itself for neighborhood policing. We were putting in every sector, in every precinct in the city, neighborhood policing officers, cops walking the beats again. Now we can't do that any longer. Why? The department is down almost 3,000 officers from what it was pre-pandemic. 
Uh, remember, actually, during the uh, uh, period of 20, uh, 2020, they also wanted to do away with the school police. Well, today they were bemoaning the fact that the school police that used to number 5,000 are down around 3,000 because so many left, and they can't find new people to replace them. So the world is turned upside down, but the good news is, as it's turning upside down, uh, we're beginning to shake people up. There's a beginning to be a realization that things are not getting better as fast as they should. And maybe uh, uh, as they continue to get worse, as we saw today, the 82-year-old man attacked with a machete, 15-year-old kid shot in Brooklyn, that uh, uh, maybe people, the voters, will start to wake up and start getting rid of these, particularly the politicians that created this mess. You've heard me time and time again talk about how did this get so bad well, blame the politicians because they're the ones that created it. It was so good in 2018, 65 million tourists, et cetera. They'd like to blame everything on COVID. COVID certainly destroyed the criminal justice system, but uh, COVID didn't all of a sudden uh, uh, release thousands of these young people out into the streets to commit murders, shootings, robberies, rapes, larcenies. No, the legislature did by basically pushing people out of Rikers before they served their time and refusing to put them back in after they committed more crime. And there's another problem. They changed the law. Commissioner, they raised the age for criminal... Well, the raised the age began the problem back in 2018-19. That was the first move in the criminal justice reform issue. So these characters that uh, basically, that at 16 years old, at 16, everybody thinks they're still a child, I'm sorry, when you look at some of these characters at 16, they're, they're killing machines. They're no longer children, they're killing machines. No, this is Pete King. I was trying to ask you a question. But, uh, some of them, effectively, because of the way they were raised, the conditions in which they were raised, that uh, uh, they did not turn out well. But they're not going to basically be formed themselves, that's for sure. And the only thing we can do to protect the public is put them away. I'm sorry, that uh, uh, that raised the age is a total failure. Now, this is Pete King. I have a question for you. Obviously, the NYPD has shown what it can do as far as going after the guns, cutting back on the murders. What is needed to expand that to, to robberies, uh, to burglaries, to assaults? Is it a question of more cops? Well, is it a, uh, it, it, well, one, you definitely need more police. Two, you definitely need to be putting more people in jail. I'm sorry that uh, you commit a crime with a gun. You commit a crime of violence and assault. Uh, uh, if you're emotionally disturbed... Let's put more beds into the system that will take care of the mentally ill, but get them the hell off the streets and also keep them out of the jails where they've assaulted also. Because, again, they're, at the low, they're the low person on the totem pole in the jails as far as victimization. So we're not doing them any favors by sending them to jail for crimes that their emotional condition uh, helped to create in the first place. But the jail population is too low in this state, in this city. And the reality of it is that uh, we always have time talk about mass incarceration of over incarceration. Well, who are we incarcerated when the vast majority of people in our state prison and the vast majority of people at Rikers are there for violent crime? They're not there for fear evasion. They're not there for putting graffiti on the wall. They're there for violent crime. And that's something that nobody wants to talk about. What is the makeup of the population? They like to talk about the makeup is largely black and Latino. Unfortunately, that's the population that's being the victimized most and committing most of the crime. Thank that's you. the reality of it. Thank you, Commissioner. We're coming up on a, uh, a break. And thank you for everything you've done for our city and continue to speak out for our city. God bless you. Thank you so much.